everyone, and welcome back to Back Talk, episode number four. Today, talking the tournament. And what else can we talk about right How now? How can we not, sir? How can we not? It's been unreal. A 16 seed beat a 1 seed, and somehow, Syracuse is still in the tournament. Ooh. Playing Duke tomorrow, or today, whenever I get this out, or have already played, maybe. We'll see. But I've already, I've already lost. Already won. Ooh. Beating Duke. But I'm just the crowd for this just one. Just being real here. But what what do you guys think is the biggest upset so far besides UMBC? I mean, okay, it's obviously UMBC, but besides that, I think uh, I think Zona. Yeah, I, that Buffalo. because that wasn't even an upset. Like they they got crushed, and mm-hmm. I felt you know I felt like it was kind of coming because of all the distractions and the dark cloud hanging over the team. But I thought the talent would have overcome it. But at the end of the day, when Shaquille O'Neal gets out the four points, it's, it's problematic. Yeah, it's that, not great. That is a problem. It's not ideal. So yeah, I mean that was an upset, but they got they got murdered in that game. And honestly, even even if it defied my bracket, I kind of enjoyed it. <laughs> I, I I kind of enjoyed it because I felt like it was coming. Yeah, everyone's bracket is thoroughly busted right now. Yep, obviously. Yeah, it, it's foobar out there. But down to sixteen teams. Obviously, Syracuse is the three of our top choices right now, mm-hmm. but. If Syracuse doesn't win, who do you guys have winning it all now? Well, Syracuse will win. They'll win it all. Well, yeah, that's obvious. But, but. in a world where Syracuse is not in, um, I'm still going, you know, it, it, even though this has been a tournament of, of craziness in terms of seeding, I still think as you get deeper and deeper, the talent's going to win out. And th- that leaves me with either Kansas or Villanova, really. Maybe a Purdue. I'm, gonna, I'm going to go with Kansas. Just because they have Kansas over Nova, Kansas over Nova, Kansas over Purdue. Yeah, just if I'm pick, if I'm picking one team, I'm going Kansas. AJ, uh, I've had Nova from the start. Uh, Nova is is has been the best team all year. Uh, I thought UVA was overrated the entire year. They, I thought Nova should have been the number one overall seed. Um, but I I think I think the winner of of the Midwest, whether it be Kansas or Duke, I think. Uh, or has Syracuse. The, yeah, okay. Uh, has the even Clemson? I think has the potential to give Nova a, a game, but um, Nova is is a historically great offense. By by the end of this, if they do close it out with the title, they'll most likely be the most efficient offense in Division One history. Um, so I, I I can't in good faith pick against them, and it's a win for the Big East, which just makes me feel a lot better. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I've had Nova since the start. And even though I'm in last in our bracket, I'm counting on that Nova win to help <laughs> push me up from last and beat out PJ, who's in second to last. Anyway, moving away from the tournament, as a Giants fan, crushing news came out today. One of my favorite players, Jason Pierre-Paul, traded to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, switched fourth-round picks, and the Giants got a third-rounder. It takes a lot of money off the books for the future, for the end of JPP's contract. And he does only have seven and a half fingers, but <laughs> he was he was a good player. And uh, as a Giants fan, I'm, I'm really going to miss him. And I I don't know what we're doing in the draft now. Like, I don't know if it's Rosen, if it's Chubb, if it's still Saquon, like people have been saying. Christopher. Uh, Christopher and I, on behalf of the New York Jets organization, would, would like to thank the Giants for... I think multiple things would we like to thank them for. Uh-huh. Um, chiefly among them, we'd like to thank you for uh, providing us with our franchise quarterback, Josh Rosen, falling into our laps at the third pick. <laughs> um, that makes me feel great. 
Um, and also, we'd like to thank you for officially now taking the title of worst football organization residing in New York. Buffalo would also Easy like money. to take you uh, out to dinner for that. Wrong. But, um, Wrong. you know, I hate to break it to you. JPP's not that good. Hasn't been for a while, and he has one wrong. hand. So, yeah. I, half wrong. $17.5 million for a guy who is going to get lapped by Bradley Chubb when you take him at number two. Oh, well. Smart, smart trade for the Giants. Fantastic. I like yeah. third round picks. I, and looking the third round pick is number 69, which is always great. <laughs> always great. Never negative. L- looking, nice. looking at it, Looking at it from not a... Huge JPP fan. From a purely I, football I, standpoint. From a purely football standpoint, it's, it's, very nice it's a very good trade. And a nice Dave, trade. Dave Get, nice trade, yes. Dave Gettleman is off to a pretty good start. We'll see We'll see what he does in the draft, but getting a third rounder from a team for that contract when JPP is going to be 30, 31, 32. Um, wow. Good job, Dave. But we, ha- we just have to see what he does with two. Now, is a Giants fan... I want Rosen. I think you need to go quarterback when you're this high in the draft, and they're not going to be back here anytime soon. Theoretically. Yeah. I think you're not good at football, so I think you'll be back here soon enough. But whatever. Uh, they're not going to be back here soon for another, like, 14 years. Um, so, so where are you going to quarterback and all of that? Because you're not getting them this year. We're getting <laughs> – I, I want Rosen. I see why they would take Chubb. I, do, I still see the argument for Barkley, but – PJ, you're a draft nut, and put your Jets fandom aside. Yeah, Bradley Chubb is the second best player in the draft. I would take Bradley Chubb. You you have a gaping hole at edge rush now. I think it's, it pretty much suited itself. You think so? I do. And, I I mean, what, what other pass rush do you currently have? You have Olivier Vernon, who is overrated and is not worth that contract. Nobody, no defensive ends worth that contract. Well, yeah, it was a mistake to begin with. But you know who is worth that contract? You know who's better than Olivier Vernon the minute he steps in that door? Bradley Chubb. You know how much he's going to be paid? Like, not even a quarter of a little bit of contract. Yeah, I saw today Lewis Riddick said Bradley Chubb That's wrong was better than That's Miles just, Garrett. That's so wildly inaccurate. And if, if both were in the same draft, he would take Bradley Chubb over Miles Garrett. And if Lewis Riddick, the guy you hired Dave Gettleman over. So thank God you dodged that bullet, because that was just a stupid day. If, if he ends up being right, though, I will be on cloud nine. I, I will be so happy. He doesn't have to be uh, end up being right. I think Bradley Chubb's a damn good player. I think comparing anybody to the, the athletic freak of Miles Garrett is just a stupid, <laughs> nonsensical thing you have to do. Um, Bradley Chubb's damn good. I mean, we know I've beaten the Barkley horse to death on this podcast. I you know my thoughts on that. That I don't think uh, I don't think that's the play. And I, I think if you, I think Wayne Goldman is good. I seem to give him too. more credit than than you guys do. Um, no, Wayne Goldman, he's not he he can't take on a full Jonathan load. Stewart but he's a bad. great role player. Jonathan Stewart is not, Jonathan Stewart is a bet. He's thirty one. Yeah. I would rather have Jonathan contract, Stewart than Isaiah but, Crowell. I yes. wouldn't. Yes, I would. Crowell's like six years younger. Yeah, I know, but he's pressure like, legs. He, he, yeah, but that contract is not great. The Jets. Uh, I've told you this. Yeah. The Jets do this every three years. The New York Jets sign like a B minus running back. For like three million dollars more than yeah, they should have, for, for like, and it's like it's unbelievable. Every three years they do it. Thomas Jones, that one worked out for a couple. That one was years. good. That was a good move. Matt Forte, 
And now Isaiah Crowell. And Isaiah Crowell does not fit the bill of, of the old guy. He's still only 25. And I mean, I guess there's potential. But like, I don't know. Bilal's better than him. Eli yeah. McGuire's better than him. Like, yeah, I don't know. If, it's weird. Yeah. It's weird. But the New York Jets did make a move right before this podcast. Literally. Breaking. Yeah. Which is, if we did this an hour earlier, we wouldn't have this. Terrell Pryor <laughs> is a New York Jet now. Makes me feel good. Yeah. I lo- I'm, a, I'm a Terrell Pryor guy. But... I mean, he had a great year with the Browns two years ago. Mm-hmm. Listen, he he bet on himself. Flat on his he bet on himself and, and lost. And I I think he got hurt. He did get hurt last year. But he, he was he was hot. He he bet on himself and lost, which makes me think he's going to come back even more motivated. We haven't gotten the terms on this yet, but I'd love to see a multi-year deal uh-huh. um, from the Jets here. A, a very good buy low option, just like just like the Teddy deal. Um, I would have loved to see a multi-year deal because now, if if you're the Jets, you're you're in between a pretty pretty rock and a hard place with the Teddy Bridgewater situation. Because I, I think he plays. I don't think the rookie plays. I don't think McCown makes the roster with the which I haven't really. I haven't brought this up to either of you. Okay. Yeah, with the way news. they formulated that contract, it's five million up front, and then the other five is a roster bonus. Oh. Yeah. So, so. you could get out of that easy. You could cut your losses, which is I think ends up happening. So I so think just between below five mil though. That was that was pretty much below just five mil before in case you they don't get quarter. Teddy. Yeah. And in case mm-hmm. they can't trade up. Yeah, it's a... And if if I, I've been reading, McCown and Kirk Cousins had the same agent and the Jets sources inside the Jets organization have been saying that they think they got duped on the whole Kirk thing, strung along and then left with no backup plan and Oh my God! Would you look at that? Your starting quarterback from last year happens to have the same agent who str- just strung you along, and then gets Josh McCown paid to the tune of ten million dollars. They think they might have gotten played there. Interesting theory. I I I I don't necessarily disagree with with that line of thinking. If that did happen, I I wouldn't be surprised. That makes somewhat of an amount of sense, and that does seem to explain things. But I don't think McCown makes a roster, and you're stuck in a hard place with Teddy because. It's a total incentive-laden contract, which makes you think, like, he can't... If other teams weren't willing to offer him a better contract than what the Jets did, and if you read through the entire incentives, it's like, it is crazy. He's only getting paid, like, $2 million, and then it's per-game bonuses mm-hmm. based on how well he does to get mm-hmm. it up to 15 if if he makes the playoffs. Um, yeah, so, luck. yeah, I mean, and that's not going to happen. And even if they were in a position to make the playoffs, and especially if it's Rosen, the most NFL-ready quarterback... Teddy has to play like something like sixty-five percent of offensive snaps the entire year and make the playoffs. So if they're in a position to make the playoffs, I think they save the five million dollars on Teddy's contract and throw Rosen, who's probably just as good. Um, but the rock in the hard place is if Teddy's good, he walks. Or you trade him before the trade deadline. That, no team's trading for a quarterback and if, if a team if a team I think that's gets incredibly a, difficult. I think if a team maybe gets you an injury, see an injury yeah. Yeah. no, I think the injuries. I don't think McCown gets cut until the very last round because I think the plan is they're kind of banking on what the Eagles did a couple years ago when they they had Foles, they had Bradford, and they had Wentz all at the same time, and then Teddy Bridgewater literally dies. Oh, you need a quarterback? Sam Bradford's okay. Give mm-hmm. us a first round pick. I think McCown lives until he literally can't live on the roster anymore. I think they're kind of banking on an injury. Mm -hmm. Which would make sense. Yeah, so along with the Giants trade, your Jets had a trade, and we haven't touched upon it yet. 
I mean, we touched we touched quickly upon the fact that they got three, but not formally. You traded three second rounders okay. and your and first one, rounder. One was not ours, so I'm but to Seattle move up three in the NFL today. That's the value of moving up. Like that. That's huge, though. That's a second mm-hmm. rounder per moving up a pick. But okay, I mean, if we'd like to go through the Jets' history of second rounders, we drafted one competent player in the last decade and a half, and he was ha- he just happened to be last year's second round pick. So I'm not. My problem with the, the trade is that one, I understand why you had to do it. You had to do it to beat Buffalo. That's why they made the trade. And now I I think in terms of the trade. The JPP trade, everything following the fact that the Jets made that trade has broken exactly the way the Jets would not have wanted it to. Because now I think Buffalo is super inflated too. And I I, I mean, I texted you that morning that I still thought Buffalo was going to get to two, Mm -hmm. but I thought it was going to take like a crap load. But now if the Giants don't want to stay there, I... I think this this is actually worst case scenario for the Jets post-trade. I, if we hunt, if we held out to to today and find out, oh, the Giants don't want to stay at two, I think we would have gotten two today. And the problem inherently with three is even if the Giants stay there and take a quarterback, you don't even get your guy because mm-hmm. two quarterbacks are going before you. So you better think they're all this. They're all three of them have the same grade. And I, I listen. I don't like Mike McCagnan. Mike McCagnan is not drafted good players. I'm sorry. I don't want Mike McCagnan to make this pick no matter what. It doesn't really matter. That's another problem I have with it. But I, I think it broke poorly, especially after today. I'm going to disagree with you here. I think the JPP trade is exactly what the Jets were hoping for. Now, it would it would make sense for the Giants to now trade out of number two with Buffalo or Arizona or whoever wants to move up Denver, for a quarterback. If you want Chubb, I... I Denver would be ideal. I still think Denver goes quarterback. I think one through three and five are quarterbacks if I had to bet on life. I I disagree with you again. I I don't see four quarterbacks in the top five. Like, Baker and Allen would be a reach in the top five, I think. No. But um, I I do think that it broke very well for the Jets after today. Now, the Giants can trade out and... Probably not get as much as before the JPP trade, but they can still get a lot from a team like Buffalo or Arizona or Denver. Well, I mean, wasn't or, there a rumor going around last week that Buffalo had offered 12, 22, and like next year's three, and they turned that down? Do you even think they get that offer now? I I think it was. I think it was 12, 22, it was like 12, and 22, a second round. And a two, and, and then a swap of threes or something. Yeah, like something that. like that. And the Giants declined it. And there, somebody said today that the only way that Gettleman would budge would be a 12, 22, and the 2019 first round pick. Buffalo's not doing that. Now, I don't think Buffalo's going to do that, but I think they see the opportunity that the Giants would be more willing to get out of it now. But I don't know. What, how I'd feel about that because Chubb's not going to be do. available at 12. Yeah, I don't know Nelson's if the Giants not do necessarily want to get out of it. They need, they need a premier that's player. That's the only reason yeah. I think this is a positive for the Jets, is if they stay at two. Yeah, I and think I, think that's, the Jets I think that's what's going to happen because yeah. the Giants They're now more than even last week. Because yeah. last week I thought they were taking a quarterback. Now, mm. I, now I don't. Now I think yeah. it's Chubb. The Giants just lowered the value of the second overall pick. Well, and I don't think they did. 
I think they did to them. I think Buffalo yes, still wants to desperately get there. Absolutely. But and I think the Jets would even love to still desperately get there. Oh, I... Pull a Trubisky, because you know you have no. to block Buffalo for moving up. I don't, Do I think that's going to happen? No. But I think it should be on the table. I'd, I'd very much appreciate that. Move move down one spot. Like, what, would I, what would I have to give you? Like, what was the Trubisky trade? They gave, like, a bunch of three and fours, right? Like, a bunch of pick swaps. That's I, all it really was. Yeah, it'd probably be a three and a five to move up. If you're that concerned about Buffalo. And the and the Giants would the Giants would want like Gettleman would would have to do that because he knows the Jets are taking a quarterback. Well, if man. they're not taking a, if, I don't think the Giants are taking a quarterback now and it's pissing me off. I hope not. I, I mean and I, I think in the in the way of making trades to block Buffalo, which is why I think they traded up three in the first place, is I, I listen, I really like Josh Rosen. He's good. I think Josh Rosen could lead Buffalo to the playoffs this year. Buffalo is a playoff team, and I think he's better than Tyron Taylor steps in right now. Right now? Do I, I am I that concerned with Josh Rosen over Baker Mayfield? Josh Allen is a different question. <laughs> am I that concerned between the difference between Josh Allen having to play him twice a year for the next decade in Buffalo, and I get Baker, or I get Josh Rosen? Am I that concerned with that difference that I need to go to two to three to block Buffalo? No, I don't think I'm that concerned. If the difference is but between if you got your Rosen and set Josh Allen, then yes, I would be concerned. Because I don't think Josh Allen's good. It all depends on how much they value Rosen over the other two. Because Darnold's out of the question. Yeah, Darnold's practically a lock at one now, especially the after best his pro day, pro day I have seen in a long time. Darts. Very impressive in the rain. In a monster. Yeah, incredible. Mm-hmm. Rosen also had a monster. Uh, so, I, I mean, I, I'm... Whatever. I don't... I, I think that the Giants... I don't think the Giants can go incredibly wrong. I think taking a quarterback is... I, I think not taking I think a quarterback trading is out, wrong. I think trading out would be wrong. No. I, no, I, I think, think that's... It, a, if you're the Giants... Unless, unless it's... It's Denver's I don't know, you at trade six. The, you trade the 12 and you get, like... But we like, need a premier player, and we're get not Marcus getting a premier player at You get what, what's the difference between Chubb, Davenport, and another first rounder? Is that not an even trade? Like, listen, Chubb's really good. But yeah, so 12, is Davenport. twelve and twenty-two would be nice. And a two, you can get two pretty step in decently impact players that can project long. Take an offensive lineman at twenty-two. Uh huh. Anyway, we're going to move on from talking about one of my old favorite Giants players to one of my new favorite NBA players, Joel Embiid, and the Sixers are currently locked in at the four seed. That's yes. weird. You, you said Ben Simmons and the Sixers rock. No, I oh. love Ben Simmons, don't get me wrong, but Joel Embiid is my favorite player in the NBA aside from Steph Curry right now. And that turnaround happened quick. Uh-huh. Sixers are up to four in the East. I believe the Cavs are three. And that's within stri- that is within striking distance if the Sixers really wanted it. It's it's close. It's a close race in the NBA in the East and in the West. There are, I believe, five teams within a game or two of each other in the West. Yeah, West is ridiculous, but the playoff races are crazy right now. They're insane. If we're talking Sixers in the playoffs, I think I think they stay. They're either at four or five. I think at this point, Indiana right now is a game below them at five. I don't think that series, like the four or five series, I don't think it really. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think 
What troubles me about the Sixers in the playoffs, if they play Indiana, I think they'll be fine because Indiana's a great regular season team. they got great chemistry. But Sixers have length, which yeah. is the most important thing. And both teams haven't proved it in the playoffs yet. So exactly. we got to see how that goes. And inexperience in the playoffs can be pretty deadly. I think that's why the Sixers are looking concerning. But also their fourth-quarter offense, their crunch time offense, actually, is the second worst in the NBA. Yeah, like, listen, if you told me right now that the Sixers get swept in the first round of the playoffs, I'd be like, yeah, probably. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised because yeah. you can't. Your boy Ben Simmons in in the their their crunch time offense is give it to what Joel Embiid because Ben Simmons his lack of creativity by behind he's the three point line. Threat. I yeah, think he's, he's not. Embiid he hit that no look Steph Curry three today. He, he, he just did. want to highlight that. He that doesn't, was beautiful. He doesn't have a jump. He's still yeah. shooting with the wrong hand, which is a problem. It's ridiculous. And yeah, if they want to take the neck, if he somehow even becomes competent threes. That he never will be. Their ceiling, yeah. I don't think that will happen, but their ceiling will improve drastically. I think for right now, that'll be, especially when you can game plan in the playoffs around his lack of shooting, severe lack of shooting. Mm-hmm. He's made one three since high school. I don't, I don't think <laughs> in you, high school. I don't mm-hmm. think you can game plan for him. I think you. I think you can knowingly take his lack of a of an exterior jump shot away but i i don't think you can game plan for a seven foot point guard who's gonna you know is guaranteed a triple double like i don't i don't think you can game plan for that just like like he's tall as lebron yes i don't think you can game plan for that that's absurd to think about i think what the sixers are gonna need in terms of their game planning if i'm going like nerd offenses that he's gonna have to go the the dunker spot sometimes Mm -hmm. He's gonna have to play the five. Like yeah. he's gonna bring the ball up and then run, run to exactly. the five. Yeah, he can't be if he doesn't have the basketball. There's no way he can't be on the wing. But I mean, he could, he could, he could easily post up any yes. point or any matchup he's gonna have. He could exactly. easily take. So they can, win. they can definitely get around that, and that, that's a strategy. And today, you saw the Thunder do with uh, Andre Robertson a lot. And I mean, they they built the team around those two with mm-hmm. like you you have Bob Covington, who's probably the best three and D guy in the league. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have JJ Redick. You have the team around you. You did successfully build an offense, knowing that your best player doesn't have an outside jump shot, and that Embiid Embiid does have an outside. Embiid jump shot. can he, go around, he's but he's better yeah. inside than he is outside. Mm-hmm. And did you even know if Embiid was playing at this point in the season? Yeah. No. Precisely. So, I mean, I gotta give the Colangelo's credit. I don't love a lot of what they have done. Mm-hmm. But they 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 built around the weakness that their their superstars have. They have. Uh, I still don't think they win a first round series. No, I would I would be very I would be pleasantly surprised. Even yeah. if it's Indiana, I think Indiana's mm-hmm. really good. So I, uh, Indiana, yeah, thrilled they if they won a first round series. But like you guys said, the inexperience in the playoffs is gonna. I think it's gonna hurt both teams, and that's mm-hmm. why it's gonna. Not be a sweep. I don't know if that ends up. I don't know if that ends up yeah. actually being the, the four five. I I think there's like Charlotte could move up. Charlotte dominated tonight. Yeah, Char- Charlotte's I mean, way Charlotte's out of it, co- Yeah, but Charlotte Charlotte could make the playoffs. I mean, I don't know. The East is crapshoot anyway. LeBron's winning next. Yeah, I was gonna say who's coming out of the yeah. East, but that's not really a question. Yeah, I mean, no, it's a question. I mean, Toronto, fifty three nineteen right now. They've it's changed, true. but I'm still on the Le- East runs through the. Until he doesn't like make a final. If Philadelphia played the Wizards, you're not telling me Bradley Beal could just like outshoot Philly yeah. for four games. Like, yeah, I think the just bottom literally do it himself. Yeah, I think the bottom of the East really doesn't doesn't matter. I don't, no. it's, but you tell me Bradley Beal can't like outshoot Toronto for four games. 
Yeah, you have a, to be very on for four games to add. I think Boston that. is vulnerable in the first round. Well, I mean, they don't have a team currently. Yeah, they still have. Yeah, I mean, if Marcus Smart's not playing. Maybe they maybe they play Giannis's Bucks and Giannis just you know goes insane mm-hmm. and he just drags them to yeah he just drags them to a series win who knows yeah I I don't know we'll see how that goes but that wraps up the fourth episode of Back Talk alongside Chris Sachi PJ Clark I'm Ben Cause and see you next week Sayonara.